Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the FT Low Podcast. If you don't know us by now, you must have been living under a rock. On a scale from Ali Dyer to Kevin De Bruyne, we're a Lionel Messi. We bring in the best footballist talk to your ear with a bit of banter, stories, and the occasional trivia mixed in. I'm joined by the three football mad lads in alphabetical order. We've got Alex, Jack, Tom. Boys, how are things? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Jack, Alex? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, again, good. (laughs) (laughs) Just preparing. No, no, it might have changed in like two seconds. It did. It did. Sorry. Jack? Yeah, I'm just preparing for my holiday. So by the time this goes out, Hopefully, I'll be in Portugal. You're not going to ask me how I am. I heard that you're good twice. Allegedly. Are you, are you well? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right, pretty good. Boys, boys, I mean, this one I've been excited for. I don't know. Since we decided we're going to do this this one, I won't give it away. Jack does that. I've been excited for it because it's just a build-up of all the transfer business, all of last season, where we're going, etc. I've been excited for this one. I don't know how what you boys are feeling. Yeah, this is, this is the one where you put your balls on the line, isn't it? We'll find out in six months. Big who knows what they're talking about and who doesn't. Yeah, I like how Jack's last one, most of it was wrong anyway. So, always sets us in good stead that one of our people gets everything wrong. Listen, listen. Uh... That was supposed to be on a WhatsApp group. That wasn't supposed to be public. <laughs> <laughs> but, to give some context to that, Jack, Tell us what we're doing today. Today we're doing our predictions for the upcoming season. Uh, so we'll talk about the Premier League, not just sort of how the teams are going to do, but how certain players will do maybe. We might talk about managers and the sack race and, and things like that. And yeah, just, just get our thoughts out there really for the season. So they're out there on the internet and we can't run away from them. Ah, all right then. Shall we kick off then? Premier Let's start with simple one to six. Who's going to finish first? Who's going to finish in the top six, basically? We'll go with you, Alex. You go first. What are we doing? One to six or six to one? No, six to one. Sorry, mate. Six to one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, Jordan. Fucking hell. How long have you been doing this? <laughs> mate, I've, I've been asked how I am a couple of times today. I'm, I'm a bit all discombobulated. Six to one, I think you're a move change now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six, I've gone Tottenham. Five, Arsenal. Four, Liverpool. Three, Man United. Two, Chelsea. And one, Man City. Ooh. Tom? Uh, I've gone slightly differently. Uh, the start, first name on the list for number six is Spurs as well as Alex. Number five, I've put Man United. Number four, I've put Chelsea. Number three, Man City. Number two, Arsenal. Stop it. Get some help. Number one. <laughs> fucking no. Sorry. I'm going for it. <laughs> yeah, you really are. Uh, I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, I'll put number six, Arsenal. Number five. <laughs> number, <laughs> number five, Tottenham. Uh, number four, Man United. Number three, Liverpool. I'm putting my neck on the line here. Chelsea and Man City. But, let me get this out there. Chelsea and Liverpool are interchangeable. They could that it could be Chelsea third, Liverpool second. That's a Jack, cop out. <laughs> fine, I'll go with Chelsea second. All right. Uh, number six, Tottenham. Number five, Arsenal. Number four, Chelsea. Number three, Man United. Number two, Liverpool. And number one, Man City. 
Right, there's some debate going on here already. I think we're going to... Uh, let me just address the elephant in the room already. Tom, what the fuck are you on? What, playing Tottenham 6? I just feel like... Um... No. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> <God. Yes. laughs> Do you know what it is, yeah? I reckon like, Arteta is going to find you so many points this year. And I reckon he's going to be able to steal quite a few points against the big teams as well. Like Man City, I don't feel are have replaced some of their big, strong players like David Silva and Vincent Company. I don't feel like they've properly replaced them. So I can't see them winning all the big games like against Liverpool. I reckon they'll get found out against Arsenal this year. And I reckon Chelsea will beat them a couple of times. Um, but Chelsea slightly lower down because I don't feel like they've got the experience of some of the kids and it being a new team for them to win some of the big games. Did you have United. Chelsea fifth? No, you had them fourth, didn't you? Yeah, but Man United... Well, that's, that's still fair, I think, for Chelsea to be in the top four. Yeah, they're not, Man United. not looking to win it this year. No, Man United, I just feel like there's a sort of frailty about them. Like, yes, they can win games and whatnot, and Greenwood and whatnot are obviously very good players who can get you goals, but I feel like there's a half-heartedness about their attack, if you know what I mean. Like, they could be pushing loads of people forwards and getting like quite a few goals but it seems like last year they don't have like the attacking fullbacks to really complement the attack and it always feels like they're lacking in one sort of dimension because of it so I don't think unless they change it or Ole Solskjaer becomes braver that it's, they're going to lack point getting points Liverpool I think was obviously they're rumoured to get Thiago Al I can't pronounce his name Ancantara he is an absolute baller and I think he would suit and complement Liverpool really well and take him to another level, uh, which after last year, you didn't think would be possible. Messi, I'm not too sure if he's actually going to go Man City. If he goes Man City, then you might as well give him the league anyway. I don't think he will, based on the fact that La Liga will have the big say in whether he leaves or not. Because in Spain and La Liga, the players have to go to La Liga to get the transfer through with the money, not the club, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. Yeah, culture is very different. So I think La Liga, because they'll get a lot of money from a massive transfer to come in, because they get to tax that. They'll get t-shirt sales, which they can then tax on Barcelona and whatnot, or it's just extra revenue for La Liga. So I can't see them letting Messi go, and it's an extortionate figure. Especially if they just let Ronaldo go. Well, there is actually a way of doing it. Um, it's Messi though, isn't it? If they go to court about it, then it yeah. no longer becomes the Spanish FA's problem. It's down between Barcelona and Messi. Yeah. And I, th- I think with Barcelona, I mean, I think City will be prepared to pay 88 million, probably, you know? But it won't be... It won't would be that Barcelona be willing to accept 88 million? Do you really think they probably want someone at the club, especially when they're trying to rebuild, that don't want to be there, you know? And, it's Messi. And the it is Messi. Messi. Messi could leave for free. That's another thing. Yeah. If he go, they go to court, Messi can leave for free. Barcelona mm. take the money. Why would it be? Why would he go for free if it goes to court? Because he's obviously he had the release clause where he could leave for nothing, and obviously that expired at, originally at the end of the season. Obviously, because yeah. of COVID, it got extended. So what Messi's trying to say is he invoked it in time, and mm. he's just saying Barcelona. I mean, I've given you everything, you know. I'm, so now, let, now just let me go. <laughs> yeah, it's either a case of Messi goes for free. Man City, all they got to do is pay, and it's extortion how much he's fucking worth. But all Man City's got to do is pay his wages, etc. Or, you know, Barcelona accept a fee for him now. So what Barcelona yeah. don't, don't want to do is is hold Messi against his will and lose out on a shitload of money. Either way, yeah, I think they'll 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 take the risk. 
because they, they're in such a bad way at the minute. I don't think they can take not fighting to keep him. Mm. Mm. You don't want to ruin his legacy by doing this. I mean, I'm, well, he's done I'm, that, he looks like he is, but <laughs> if, if he goes on, if he's, I don't think he's prepared to go on strike. Like, yeah, he, he'll fight it in the court, but if he loses, I think he's just going to have to suck it up for the year and play football. I don't think he's going to rot on the bench or anything like that. The rumours coming out today that uh, his dad, is his dad, yeah, he um, had a meeting with, I can't pronounce his name, is it? The Barcelona. I know whoever his name is, yeah. Yeah, he had a meeting with him, the second meeting, and um, apparently there might be a U-turn. Messi may want to stay, and his wages will now go up to 1.5 million uh, a week. A what, week? a week? Yeah. <laughs> and that's know. basic salary, not even like bonuses or sponsorship. So that's how much he's worth, and I suppose that's what it takes to keep him. But can I just say, Tom, you did not answer the question. Why Arsenal? You did say everyone else, like, this is why... I mentioned I Arsenal right at the start. I think Arteta's going to be able to get a lot more points from this year. What the fuck? Mate, they finished eight. All right, they, 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 won, they won the FA Cup. They... Oh. But they finished I reckon, eight. give Arteta time. Give Arteta time. Oh, Jim yeah. White from TalkSport. <laughs> give him time. I reckon he'll actually get up a bit further. I'll put my neck on the line here. I reckon... So he's going to go from 8th to 2nd. Is that what you said? 2nd? Sec- yeah, and Jose Mourinho... Yeah, we, we've seen it before. We've seen so, it before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah with, with yeah. Chelsea won. Yeah, but yeah. Chelsea... It's a short but... memory. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Remember Chelsea's investment then, that year? Yeah, can't awesome. yeah. But awesome. you've got a manager who's good at buying players. Arteta, I think, can coach him up there. I think Arteta can do it. I put my neck on the line here. You really will you get time though? Will he, is he going to get the time to do it? I think I think he will. I think we'll get Champions League, but I don't think we'll get it through the league. I think we've got to be we've got to be favourites for Europa at the moment, just because. Well, we don't know who's going to drop out of the Champions League in group stage, but it's quite Seville. a weak. It's quite a weak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quite a weak Europa League this year. Last year you had us, uh, United, Inter Milan, people like that in there. They're all in the Champions League other than us now. So I think AC Milan and Tottenham are, are really the only threat, I would say. But yeah, I mean, Chelsea are going to be really good in the second half of the year. I just think they, they're they going to struggle a bit at the start because if they're really going to have five or six new signings integrating in, I think it's going to be tough to Chill. really perform at a title challenge. But I think by the end of the year, yeah, they'll be better than United. But I think United will start so well. They'll forget. Remember how they finished the season? That's that's why I've got them third. I think, for me, that side of things can balance on transfers. Now, when I did my list, I was basing it on Man United not really investing in this year's market at all. Plus, I'm basing Russia. it on they get one... Yeah. They it, get... Uh, Sancho. Yeah. yeah. So, because at the moment, I mean, well, they got Van der Beek recently, but so far it's been really bad investment. Uh, like, they haven't spent anything. They're getting rid of Smalling. Harry Maguire seems to be in a position where, you know, you don't know where his head will be. He's their captain, right? Um, his head Pog- might even still be in jail. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Pogba. Is it, I'm, I'm hearing rumours that he may be what's called um, Dendy's contract, but apparently in, there's a release clause in that where if Real Madrid or a big team come knocking, he can go. 
So, is it one big last year for him? Um, would he be pushed aside because of Van der Beek? Um, like I said, you know my views on Fernandez. I don't think he's cut out. I don't, he, he's a he's, he's a player. Like he, he he can do bits, but he will be exposed this year. Rashford's currently injured, and he's he's going. I don't think he's going to make the start of the, the no, season. No, he'll miss the first couple. I think. Left side a pitch. Who they got? Brandon Williams, who I think is quite good, but I don't know. He's still finding his feet. On the right side, Aaron Wan-Bissaka had a terrible end to the season. People were slating him. Dean Henderson, De Gea, who are they going to be? Is it going to be Dean Henderson or is De Gea going to keep his spot? There's so many different things with Man United, but that could all change if they do buy a centre-back. They're linked with this guy called Bashir. I don't know if you know him, from Monaco. Obviously, if they get Sancho, it switches things up completely for Man United. They could go a lot higher, but in my estimation, they're fourth because... I don't see anything changing much. I mean, Van der Beek added to the squad with a lot of problems at the moment and they just got uh, third last year. That's, that's my point, though. They're not, they're not changing a lot and I, I don't know if but, other teams are going to be changing too much. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the most informed teams in the Premier League, you know, after lockdown. And I, I do assume that they will try and sort out the defence and other than that, I their mean, defense is good though. Like, yeah, they've had a few shaky games at the end of the season, like against Chelsea. They definitely need to turn off the left back. I mean, <clears throat> but then put Henderson and go over the game, and I think he probably will. You know, I think Especially it's taking a bit of time to phase out yeah. though, if you know what I mean, because you can't take De Gea out straight away. But I reckon they will phase him out, and you see Dean Henderson more and more. Yeah, especially like I said, if he plays for England and starts getting capped by England, it's. The fans are going to put pressure to play a young English guy, aren't they? You know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that, I mean, Man United, for me, it's, it's all dependent on their transfer market, really. If, if they do buy a couple more players, then easily they could be fighting for that fourth spot, I think. Similar to what Jack's saying, so they, they haven't really changed much, but, Jack, you think no one else around them is really doing much? I think Jose Mourinho in a full season, I, I put Man United in fourth, but. I think Jose Mourinho in a full season by himself, implementing his style. They've got a couple more players, Jose, and I think that, what's his bloody name, the winger? No, yeah, I think he will shine this year. I feel like he's going to do quite well. Jose will tighten up the defence. I think Tottenham will be a team pushing for that top four. Um, they just finish Jose. anywhere, to be honest. They could, they could finish as high as third or fourth or as yeah. low as ten. I think... I think ability-wise, they could finish as high as that, but it's whether they've got the mentality and the endurance of mentality to deal with yeah. Mourinho's demands. Because Mourinho can literally turn on anyone if he doesn't think they're pulling their weight. You saw that documentary. <laughs> I haven't seen this yet, you know. I've still got to see. Um, I've seen the first one. I still need to see episode two and three. Yeah, so, it's good. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. But you're right. He uh, he. It's it's a it's a demands, but I think he'll get that ironed out during the summer. And I think that, he'll get, I think he'll get a good start from Tottenham, but I don't think he'll get the after Christmas. It will start dropping off. It's what he does. He goes really defensive sometimes for no like no reason, you know, parking yeah. the bus. And it's just I don't know. I don't. I see Tottenham's back four. It's not really a quality. Well, top 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 quality back four is it? It's kind of like Man United. They brought uh, Docky, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, he's a good signing. Yeah, they've good. made some good signings. Hoiberg, I think, is a good signing for yeah. any top six side. Maybe not to start, but I'd, 
I think he's a good player. Like he can do everything but score, really. Yeah, so there's another one. I mean, just to address Arsenal, because I, I put him sixth, right? And I'll tell you the reason why. And the reason why I put Tottenham above him, one is because Tottenham... you don't like him. <laughs> yeah, that's the main one. Isn't it? Yeah, the main reason I could have put I could have put him back eighth to be honest. Um, and I don't like Tottenham more to be fair. To be honest, Arsenal every season, and I see this with a lot of Arsenal fans, they get very hyped up over transfers. Jack is the exception, I must say, but they get very hyped up over transfers, and they think they're going to be in a better position than they always are. I think this year, granted, I think Arteta, you can see a change in them, you know, from, from Arsenal, sorry, you can see a change in Arsenal in a sense that Arteta's kind of sending the ship. I think that FA Cup win has given them a lot of confidence. I think if they lost it, it would have been a whole different story, and we wouldn't be talking oh, massively, about it. yeah. I think uh, also, though, when you saw him play against Liverpool in the Community Shield, you saw like the principle of Arteta's play come out a lot more. I that think goal. that's what gives you confidence. Yeah, the goal. Yeah. They can do it against Liverpool. I mean, to do it against Liverpool is no mean feat. Only a small amount of teams can do that, like Arsenal just did and Crystal Palace when we played up but, on the back and scored against them the other season. <laughs> you know. What if Aubameyang actually got injured? Where, this can, is, where this, the goals come? This is my point. So, I, I think Arsenal, you've always been known to play in that fucking fantasy football. Wenger. There's a, like, Wenger was the master. Yeah, not, not under Emery, though. Not under Emery, not at well, all. We couldn't string two passes together, certain yeah. players. But it's always a, it's what it is. It's a mentality thing around Arsenal. I always say it. it's the club's got so much negativity around them, right? And become a laughing stock for so many years. It's a confidence issue, and the FA Cup actually tipping that confidence to a, a positive, and then when the Community Shield and obviously Arteta being the man he is, you know, has given that confidence. But because it's such a thin line, as soon as Arsenal start dropping points, right, you will go on a run of losing games, drawing, like you normally do. For instance, this Gabriel fella. Or William, William for, for instance. I'll say William, because I know what he's like. William, he's a good accelerator, right? Run the ball, but his end product, passing and shooting, is terrible, right? Arsenal fans will find that out in the season. To be and, fair, I, I'm not sure how much he's going to play for us, because... We're going to play Aubameyang left wing. We're going to yeah. play Pepe right wing. We're he... really trying to get either Awar or Party. I guess we prefer Awar and he can play the 10. I think mm. Willian's going to be on the bench. I, well, I, if that happens, I don't he think should... he's really been signed for the start. Well, if that's the case, then that's, that's good. But if he does start for you, you'll see the problems and the same old thing will happen. People start complaining about him, put point of blame at him, the negativity will carry on. It's an ongoing cycle of Arsenal. And the problem is, and it always has been with Arsenal, and you can see the same. You can say the same with Man United to an extent for the last five years. It's the investment and the trust in the manager that really drives the ship. You can kind of see it, if this is what Arteta wants, Willian, you know, Gabriel, etc. If that, if he's had a say in it, then that's fair enough. But we all know it's that Kia. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, Willian. Williams' agent, he done it at Chelsea. He brings in players. Chelsea had a fucking flux of Brazilian players. He brings in players that he 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 likes to one club, and he'll do it to Arsenal. And it's exciting for Arsenal fans, but you need to really, really understand that Arsenal typically are a confidence-based team, from what I see, and longevity of the league. I don't think Arsenal can do it. But yet. I, I think we're su- we're suited as as Arteta showed. I think we're a lot better, as Tom said, in the big games. We will get more points. 
permitted under Emery, or the, and that that kind of suits for the cups. So, yeah, I mean, because Arteta drew quite a lot of games last year that we should have won. Like he drew to Palace, uh, drew to Wolves at home, Sheffield United at home. I think we drew to Bournemouth as well. But those games, if it's in a cup, we beat those teams in extra time or or yeah. in the second leg. So yeah, I think. I think this year we're more set up for the cups. Than, 100, yeah. But I do think just the top six level is so much higher this year. It, it will be because we. I reckon we'll. I said it on the Arsenal podcast. I reckon we'll get more points this year than you and Man United got Chelsea and Man United, and we'll still finish a distant fifth from the top four. I think. I don't think Liverpool and City will get as many points, or Liverpool anyway. Like. It, it, the team that wins the league won't get more than Much. 95 points this year, but the top the top four, I think, will get 80 points plus. Yeah, massive shot. I'll, I'll put Liverpool fourth. Because I, I, I don't think I, you know when you win the Premier League the season after, there's always a sort of a rebound from it. Okay. You can yeah. you can see it in how they're playing. Yeah, <clears> I can see it. To be fair, yeah, you know yeah. they're only it's a brave shout, but I I've not. It's a weird. I don't understand how they got so many points last year. Just when, just when I've watched them, but I don't. They know. win games. That's the thing. They know how to win games. But I think with Klopp, it's like what he's trying to do is just win everything, and he hasn't won any cup competitions at Liverpool. Not, not one FA Cup, not one uh, League Cup. So yeah, if they sort of go after that, then maybe the, I don't know. I'll, I'll put City first because I assume that Messi will go there. <laughs> if Messi yeah, I, City, I think then... they'll win it without without Messi, to be honest, because. I mean, I don't think Pep's going to take a year like they had last year. They have, they have got some big areas to fill, though. Tom is right; like they they haven't replaced company even now. They haven't replaced David Silva. Um, not replaced. I just they? feel like they will. I feel like they will, though. You look at the place to replace fullback. You just don't see them being as good. Like who is it? The Spanish fullback? Is it C? Because it's C, like Carnelos or something like that. Good. Oh no, Can- Cancelo. Yeah, I I know that, but I, I think like Liverpool play through their fullbacks, but I mean a lot of teams don't, even though they're man, becoming see, more important. See a dominant man. They they the way they play, you know. If you add Messi to that, it's fucking unreal. Like, unstoppable. That's if Messi even, goes, even without my Messi, my list, I, I think, my list is dependent on Messi not being at City. Yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. him to go City, but I don't think the league will allow it. So basically, all we've established is that. All of our top six could actually change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's, that's right, though. I mean, this year is the strongest but most unpredictable season going. I mean, you have Liverpool who were like dominating the league last year. Like Jackson, don't know how, to be honest. Man United, Chelsea are really strength. Well, Man United could really strengthen. They get Sancho and that Bashir from Monaco. Chelsea, obviously, making waves in the transfer market. Man City, they get uh, Messi, you know, and apparently getting Kuda Bali as well. Arsenal, they could potentially do well in the transfer market. They get an Alwa party. Um, obviously, got a centre back already. Uh, Willian is a sub. Um, <laughs> so that, and then obviously Jose Mourinho's first full season at Tottenham. Again, like Jack said, making another good signing in uh, that was it Holberg and um, Holberg and Doherty. Yeah, Doherty. So the top six. I mean, we all got the same top six, which is good, as in the, the teams. But the top six. I think this is going to be. 
a very strong and unpredictable title race. The winners will be based on the first couple of months. The rest of the season, everyone else is going to get stronger and stronger. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's very unpredictable. But if, if City do get Koudabali as well, I think that can replace company. And again, the signings that are in the Premier League at the moment, Koudabali just come. And Thiago Silva, I know he's probably a lot of age, but he still can do it. He was in the Champions League final recently. But they're massive names. And Messi in, a, in the Premier League, there's no other league you need to watch now, is there? All the big names are now I'm, here. You're only lacking Neymar. I'm going to David. If he soon as like, I might go David soon and be like, can you get me some Palace Man City tickets, please? Just call it now, just so when it comes, like because we're playing at home later in the season, when it comes at home and we can actually go to the games and whatnot, we have to see Messi play. Oh, yeah. Can I just uh, also I would some honourable mentions for the list of teams who could potentially upset that Break top in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Leicester will be knocking at the door. I know they had a bad back end of this uh, last season, but under Brendan Rodgers, they are a very dangerous team. And Vardy managed to find his scoring touch by playing against Palace again. So I think they could be dangerous. Wolves, I left out mainly because they sold Matt Doherty and that was like one string to their bow. He's big for them, yeah. Yeah, I do feel like Adama Traore is just one of those players who you just can't really defend against. He's very hard to defend. Like He's an anomaly, really. Um, Sheffield United, now they've lost I Dean Henderson. Yeah, I think they've lost yeah. Dean Henderson. So I thought wouldn't really be as high up as they were before. Good recovery, yeah. Um, <laughs> you mean good recovery? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that just jumped in. Just like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it's a quick change of mind now, I, I suspect. I, I'm, I'll put this in the bracket surprise teams, really. The ones that could really push for that fifth and sixth, not fifth. Maybe, depends, it's quite interchangeable. Everton, I mean, they're making yeah, yeah. mark at the moment. Some of the players they're buying, uh, obviously James Rodriguez, Allen from Napoli, and Decore, apparently, is going to come. I don't know if he's really under Ancelotti. Yeah, Ancelotti. I mean, he's talk about Brendan Rodgers, but Ancelotti's that's that's Everton's prize asset, really. Mm. Um, I think they they were they started quite well under him, but as soon as they kind of realised, oh, we can't get Europe, they just sort of binned it off. But I think, yeah, I think they'll be a lot stronger this season. Probably the best oh. season they they would have had in a good five years or so, I reckon. The problem is with Everton still is they're not a team. They're a bunch of in, individuals and the players that are buying are exactly the same, just big names, you know. But Antonio is was... one of the best at at working with egos mm. and working with superstars. He's he's sort of better at, at working with big names than he is trying to coach up yeah. players. He's worked with the biggest names. I mean, even when he was at Chelsea, he, he when he was at Chelsea there there was this talk about Chelsea players running the dressing room. Etc. I mean, some players, even who was it? I think it was Ashley Cole. That they asked him who was his favourite manager to play under, and it was Ancelotti. You would expect him, Lampard, and Terry to automatically say Jose Mourinho because he got an automatic success. But it was Ancelotti because the way he manages the team and manages players mainly, he was the best people manager. Yeah. So, you know, I think for, for a team like Everton, like, as Alex said, the individuals, he's, he's proper suited to them. So they could easily push for that sixth and fifth place. 
They were they are a good team. On their day, uh, what's his name up front? Um, Calvert-Lewin. No, Calvert-Lewin. Oh, Calvert-Lewin, yeah. Towards the end of last season, before the lockdown period, you know, that little, I think it was January to March, he was on fire. So, you know, having James Rodriguez and what's his name back, Gomez. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, they are definitely a team of individuals. I, I do think that it's just a nice, a nice set. And James Rodriguez under Ancelotti is always class. Uh, I don't think it'll be any different. I wouldn't trust him at any other team except under Ancelotti, I think, in the Premier League. But mm. I think he'll do all right. But where, um, where, do you think West Ham will finish, Alex? Oh, I was dreading you asking that. Sorry, bro. Hammer time. Do you know what? We could we could finish. We could get into Europe. We could get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've gone for a solid uh, 12. I mean, if you look at last season, obviously in the last uh, games after lockdown, uh, we were real class. We still conceded 62 goals last season. Poor oh, West Ham. That's a lot. I mean, we're That's a lot, yeah. And as it seems, we're getting rid of uh, Dean Garner, and he, uh, you know, for twelve million. And yeah, we we don't look like buying anyone. But then again, I mean, the form from last season was impressive. I know our opening fixtures are tough. Well, what, from what people say, are tough. But we normally do well against the big sides. So I hate it. I hate West Ham. When, when yeah, West Ham come against Chelsea, you destroy us, mate. Yeah, I mean, well, we sign up for London derbies, and we do that to you, Tottenham. Yeah. yeah, obviously, like really last season, but you guys, yeah. Um, Arsenal, we've done it for first team to beat them at the Emirates, last team to beat them at Highbury. Oh, was that? I was at that Emirates game. Rob Green just was unbelievable that day. Chelsea legend, Rob Green. I've got West Ham to go down as well as West Brom and Fulham. Ooh. Mate. Ooh. Do you know what? I've actually got Palace to go down. Fatality. Get <laughs> 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 the claws out. <laughs> no. Sometimes the, the way they play, they can play on the floor, and you know they're not a typical what people are. What, what I personally think, I used to think West Ham were like an Allardyce team where they just boot the ball up the pitch and you know try and give it to the tallest player, like a Burnley type of team. West Ham are actually a team that do put the ball down and play. Bit concerned that you said that you've let in that many goals though, considering I've been banging on about Declan Rice. To be our centre back, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that's what I'm. That, you know, that, that's what I'm sort of think West Ham will go down because they can play on the floor, but if they're not going to replace like what was the player you said they're letting go for twelve million, it was they, that's the one. I, if they're not going to replace that, I think that's just typical of the board, and I think that's an extra dimension gone from West Ham. Yeah, I think they'll get where David Moyes will then start to fall out of favour, and then the board will just sack him again. Like what Watford did, where they had like six managers in one season. Fuck I don't think they'll get. I mean, obviously they will end up getting rid of Moyes. I mean, the opening fixtures are too tough for him. Um, however, I mean, someone like Benitez is always linked with West Ham, so and you know, we can get yeah, him. Like Alan Kirbishley. Alan Kirbishley's linked with anyone. Alan Kirbishley, is he still alive? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know if he's still alive. Like, he's just linked with. Everyone. I think you get Alan Kirbishley as your next manager. To be honest, I I really hope so. I don't think we'll man. Right, just More go like back. Match, <laughs> <laughs> You've been linked with um, Ben Rama from Brentford. It's not going to happen. This is what they do. When the fans turn against the club or against the owners, they just come out with all this bullshit about we're doing something. It'll never happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, to, 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 to be fair, when I, when I saw that um, on, on Twitter that you were linked with Ben Rama as far as what's news, 
all of a sudden, like, a couple of hours later, I, w- I was watching Sky Sports News, and at the bottom on the yellow, it says, West Brom now linked with uh, Ben Rama, and so are Fulham. <laughs> so Are you sure like, you didn't just read that wrong? Like, it was actually no, West it, to begin no, with. West, West Ham first, and then it was West Brom and Fulham for Ben Rama. Well, this is what the owner said, that we've got no money. But how do we not have any money? We, we pay two million a season for the stadium. We have like the third highest attendance. Is hundred quid a week or something for the stadium? No, it's like two million a year. But you know, we sell out all the time. You know, yet we're also the nineteenth richest club in the world. Yet we have no money. I still get it. Another clubs do. Uh, how is that explainable? You, everyone keeps talking about that hundred and seventy million we've done like in the last two seasons, but that we sold up some park. We've got at least like a hundred and something from that, so that's probably gone on those transfers. So where the fuck is all their other money gone? If we've got no money, which is fucking poor, we're such a bad run football club. We got rid of Hugo for two and a half million. We bought him for ten. And Gaki just you fought. bought him for ten million. Yeah, yeah, because we never even played for you, did he? No, I didn't play at all. We only bought him because we thought we were going down that season, so we might as well get in some like championship or proven championship like scorer. So, but we stayed up, you know. And it... Do you <laughs> not have a dar- do you huh? not have a director of football or anything like that? Do you not have like oh. a who makes the we, decisions we... then? Is it Sullivan? It's back... Yeah, it's back to Golden Sullivan. You see, under Pellegrini, he had his mate Husilios, who was a pile of well, he didn't really know what he was doing anyway. But at least we had a director of football. <laughs> and ever since he's left, right, we are supposed to be getting a director of football again, but. It won't work. It won't happen. I mean, Moyes is just a puppet for the board. And, you know, as long as he just does what they say, they're happy with him. Yeah, yeah. Until the results go pear-shaped yeah, and they can exactly. blame Moyes and then sack him and then get another person in. And then all of a sudden have some sort of transfer budget for them to spend. It, it, it doesn't, it, it really doesn't ring through this, you know. We're, we are literally probably the worst-run football club in the world. <laughs> I mean, like, we buy a place at high fees, sell them for absolutely nothing. That's probably why we had no money. Why I like the players, like, overly priced. And then when we try and sell them, we can't sell them to anyone because they're a pile of shit. So we end up selling them for, like, what, 80% cheaper than we bought them for? Right. And that's the thing, anyone we, like, develop in our academy, like Dan Garner film, like, I know we've got seven wingers, right, at West Ham at the moment, but you're letting a player who actually achieved promotion last year, last year go for 12 million. Combined, you look at Ollie Watkins and Ben Rahm at 25 each. You play in the championship. You mean you don't have to know anything about football, but do they not? Does it not ring alarm bells in their head? You know what I mean? Championship player, twenty-five million. Premier League player, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and all that being said, you still think there's a chance for them to be potentially breaking through your own, your own part or... <laughs> no, you, The funny thing is West Ham. I mean, like we we could, <laughs> like we could just go on the Melbourne. I mean, like. Antonio yeah, no. could just carry on scoring feet. Bowen could start scoring a little bit more. Declan Rice can start doing more 25 yarders. Nah, to make Jordan jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, we're obviously short in places. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I look, I, 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 similar to what you think, I, I think they're a team capable of doing good things. I just they're also a team of fucking nutters. You know, yeah, oh, it can actually crumble. But um. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we're lazy as well because if you look at it statistically, we always start off really shit. And then we don't, it's only when we really need to start winning games do we actually win games. So it's almost like they do it on purpose. They're like, all right, we're not going to win any cups. We're not going to win the Premier League. So they're, all right, let's get ourselves in the papers by having a relegation scrap. It's true. I mean, <laughs> how can we not turn up for 30, like you know, 29 papers. games? And then we go, like, last uh, final nine games, we're going to win like seven. <laughs> it, 
There's always like a big team in that as well. It's just I don't know. It's just West Ham, isn't it? So we'll take it that you just yeah, we'll take a solid twelfth for you. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna ask Tom why I'm gonna ask Tom, but judging by your podcast, Tom, you was really negative. I said realistic in the podcast, but if I'm gonna be re- honest, there's quite a negative podcast around Crystal Palace. Um, it, it may have sounded negative, but I've got air for more positivity now because we brought in Eberetche Etze, and yeah. um, he seems to be quite a breath of fresh air. Like he seems to be a lot more like in the friendlies. He's a very creative player, and he seems to have like that free reign to go and do what he wants to do. Mm. And being like one of the top championship players from last year, and bringing him over for twenty-five mil. I know. You said earlier about West Ham selling a Premiership player for 12 million and then paying 25 million for a Championship player. But Etche was one of the outstanding performers last year. Also looking at (laughs) (laughs) we also had a look at um, we're trying to get at this time recording Ipswich Town's young striker. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with names at the moment. He seems like the moment is yeah. trying to agree a wage, uh, not a wage, agree a deal with the club, it's switched down because we're not matching the valuation, which ironic being a Palace fan and not actually wanting to pay a valuation fee after the Zaha saga, but still, um, it was, it just seems like we've got, we're going for like a younger approach, we're trying to deal with the age and squad, we're bringing. Tyrant Mitchell through, who's a young player coming through. We're now a Category 1 academy, so we should be able to attract more of the good young players and have them brought through. So it's just making sure we stay in the Premier League uh, every season. And I feel like we've addressed some issues. We haven't addressed all the issues. But an attacking threat is probably the biggest culprit we've had in the last few seasons. Mm. I think Etze is going to be the one to hopefully bring that attacking threat. He looks like a player. He does look like a player. And uh, I, heard the, the, I heard the interview the other day and he was, you know, he seems like a bubbly character. So, you know, he might bring that to Palace. He seems like his personality comes out on the pitch a bit as well. Yeah. Um, Suits the um, dressing room. We've got like a very strong dressing room. Yeah. Which was almost destroyed by Padre. Just being able to score goals, I think this is always in Palace's issue. Like defensively, we do quite well. It's just getting the ball in the back of the net. So, that being said then, give us a number. I would be happy with mid-table obscurity. I think if we can get 10th or 9th, I think that would be a very good season. Decent. Decent. I mean, I just want to mention two other teams, all right, as my surprise surprise teams. Leeds, I think, are going to do better than some people think. I mean, a lot of people know Bielsa, tactical genius. Sorry, like, you know, very attention to detail, spying on people at um, training grounds, etc. I think mm. he's a very clever manager and I think he will do quite well in this league. And they just bought that Rodrigo guy. Is he from Valencia, I believe? Um, yeah, he only got four goals last season. How, how many goals? <laughs> four. But I think Valencia he's... are in trouble though, aren't they? Yeah. Because they've got such money worries at the moment. He's... West Ham. I remember in no, no, said they're in trouble. They're in big trouble because they've got such a high lease on the stadium. They've had no money coming in yeah. fans and t-shirt sales. They've had 
literally nothing coming. They've got all these players on massive wages and they missed out on performing well in the league. They've now got to try and offload a load of them. That's why Rodrigo's gone. I think there's going to be quite a few people leaving Valencia. He's I'm, a big name. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they got what they did for him, actually. Rodrigo. Because he's not, he's, not he's not a goal scorer, as Alex referred to, but I remember him against Chelsea. He would hold that ball up and lay it off. You know, he can create. So he's, he's not a bad buy. Um, obviously, they've mm. got Hernandez as well. I think they've got a few good players. I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss... I think Ben White was there, was he not? Yeah, yeah he's, he's left Brighton. now. He's staying at Brighton. Yeah, so that might be a big gap. So I'm not expecting to be anywhere near sixth, but I feel like they're going to be comfortably in the Premier League next year. I reckon, yeah, comfortably in the Premier League. I do worry about their injuries, though, because as we saw in their um, Leeds documentary on Amazon, they get a heck of a lot of injuries because of the style of play of Beasler. Like, they are pushed to the limits every game and that's just a recipe for injuries so if they don't manage to bolster that squad with yeah. uh, consistent quality of players if they don't you might find that they start the season really well and it gets to like Christmas time and they fall apart and then they might when they get the injuries returning and whatnot then they might start gradually going back up again so I think for Leeds 30 will be a good season yeah very reasonable. And my other one was Southampton. I think, mm. I, I generally think these are going to be the dark horses this season and I generally think they're going to push up top 10. Considering last season they were abysmal at the beginning. I think Raul Hassan Hutu, I think his name is. Um, he Way to butcher the language. <laughs> he's got you that clock <laughs> kind of feel to him. The way Southampton last year, uh, towards the end of the season, were playing was unreal. Like the pressing they were giving other teams. I remember watching. I think it was Man United versus Southampton. Southampton just pressing them right on them straight away, and um, the, the way they're passing the ball around, etc. Ward Prowse, Ings, obviously being pivotal, being one of the top goal scorers last year. I think will continue on this year. So um, Southampton, uh, another shout for me for a surprise team. No, I think that's fair, you know. Like Southampton done really well. It's just making sure Danny Ings is still hitting the target and scoring goals. I think that's yeah. what really helped him do well because he was putting the ball in the back of the net consistently. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's go on to our bottom three then. Alex? All right, uh, 20th Fulham, 19th Palace, Palace uh, 18th Aston Villa. Tom? Uh, I put Fulham 20th. I put West Brom 19th. And I put West Ham 18th. Yeah. Uh, I'll put Fulham 20th, Villa 19th, Newcastle 18th. Ooh. I'll put West Brom 20th, I'll put Aston Villa 19th and Fulham 18th. We've all got Fulham and we've yeah, also got team. Villa as well. Have we all got them bottom? <laughs> hey? Yeah, I'll put, Vin, I'll put Fulham 20th. Yeah, I've got him in 20th. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to change it. I'm going to put Fulham. I'm not just changing it because of you. I'm not doing the Tom. <laughs> I'm not doing the Tom here. But yeah, Fulham is the way I've written it. Fulham are bottom. Um, and my, my thing. So yeah, Fulham are what bottom. I think Scott Parker jammed it, basically. Um, getting up. And I don't think he's got the minerals to be a top Premier League manager. That's a shame. I don't think they're minerals. I just don't think they've got the um, squad for it. Yeah, they're not very talented. Yeah. I don't think Parker's got the experience yet as a manager, but also, I mean, a lot of that this squad was the same one that went down, you know, apart from yeah, like yeah. and 
a couple others. You know, that's the same team that was that shit in the Premier League. I, I don't know, man. I can't see it. They're no. so poor defensively. Like they're just going to let in so many goals next season. So mm. what? What about Aston Villa? I'm doing an assumption that Jack Grealish goes. Even if he stays, I think towards the end, you know, they weren't as good. Uh, they were, oh, they were lucky. To I think. Up. What's that? They were so lucky to stay up. You know. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I they, think they, aside they from Tyrone, Watford, and we did. You know. I think aside from Tyrone Mings and Jack Grealish, they've not got really anyone else that you consider Premier League quality. No, I mean, even the final game of the season, obviously, we didn't really care because obviously we were safe by then. And it, you know we we were at like fifty percent, and obviously Aston Villa was a big game for them. But yeah, you wouldn't have thought it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the manager's decent, but uh, yeah, they they're just not they're just a lot of championship players plus yeah plus Greenish and Mings, and and I think Mings is overrated, massively overrated. And they let him. I think again, he's great, but so he's still from well. the well, it's just like, you know, he's played for Bournemouth. He didn't even play for Bournemouth in the Premier League and he's gone to Aston Villa in the Championship, done well there. And, it, you know, last year he just got exposed. And they said, no, I'll let him play for England. I just don't think they're generally that good. And I don't even think Grealish is their best player. I think it's McGinn is their best player. He's definitely the most effective. Cockade in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 no, I think McGinn's a good player. Um, Grealish, I think he just draws players in. So that, I think that's where most of their goals come from because Grealish does draw players in. Um, because, I think because the hype around him, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I don't see him staying up at all. Yeah, I, it was very tight for me between Newcastle and West Brom, but I do I actually think, think it might Bruce, be that. I think Steve Bruce has got enough about him to keep him up. Like he's one of those managers who, in a relegation scrap, you'd want Steve Bruce to be your manager. Yeah, I just think the, the negativity around the club. Mm, is going to affect them massively. Like, yeah, I think last season they were, they were better than they were because you know they were thinking they were getting taken over by a massive rich guy. Do you know what I mean? So I, I feel a lot of it was fighting for their place in the team as well. And now it's not even going to happen. Yeah, I can see them falling down the league massively. They're quite similar though, Newcastle and West Brom, in that they're quite they're both quite defensive. They, I think they're going to be a lot better defensively than uh, Villa and Fulham definitely and. Yeah, I think they'll let teams come onto them and be able to counter-attack because Newcastle have got St. Maximan, haven't they? And West Brom have got Dean Garner now and Pereira. And yeah, I think it's that's a little bit of a flip of a coin, but I think the fans, the way that the fans are at the moment with Newcastle, it's going to impact on them. Rolled about a bit, isn't it? I think, yeah. look, imagine if your club was building... You know, you were so certain that you were going to get this takeover and you could be building for all these players. You could, like, it was no joke. They could potentially had, I don't know, you could, they could have potentially, potentially had Havertz and whatnot. They could have potentially had Chelsea's transfer window. They wanted to, 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 to an extent. But, and now you're in a position where you're not getting taken over. Your whole plans have changed. It's going to really affect the club. And the players' mentality may be a bit low now. Um, who knows? I mean... Definitely a shout for bottom three. Was there any other other shouts? Uh, I said West Brom. Uh, West Brom. Why is that then? Uh, I just don't feel they have the quality. I mean, I think West and Villa, the players have played Premier League. They'll be that little bit better. I still see them as just a Championship club. But I think it will come down to like how well the managers does between Villa and West Brom. So I think it's a toss of the coin. But I put West Brom. Yeah, I put West. I put uh, Palace. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, go on, get into it. Go on, go on. I mean, after lockdown, um, you guys were even at the races, you might as well not turn up. Um, I, I always thought about Palessi, if Zaha does go, because obviously I think he wants to, could be like a club like Evan or an Italian club or something like Inter. I don't think and then from Everton. there, I don't know where you're getting goals. You know, it's all in good defending, but if you can't score, you know, and I think if you rest all your hopes on, you know, Giza from the Champions to get your goals in the Premier League, and I think you're a bit stuffed, really, mate. Yeah, I, well, I hope, I hope Palace to be up, fair. But... To be fair, I think um, Zaha won't go to a club like Everton because uh, the whole point of it, it, was, it wouldn't really change the situation. Uh, after lockdown, we had to play a game once every three days with the oldest squad. That was never going to work out well for us. So I think in a fresh season where you're playing a game every five, six days, and then maybe the odd midweek game, I think would do a lot better. Um, Roy seems to be using a lot more of the squad now as well, which is very helpful. Uh, very helpful indeed. I just can't see us getting that low. I think we'll be in trouble. If we are going to go that low, we'll be in trouble, but I don't think we'll actually go down, not compared to like Villa, uh, Fulham, Newcastle, West Brom, etc, etc. Touch wood, we don't. Uh, no, you got a better team, but it's just it's it's again it's goals. Uh, same with West Ham, so I can understand why you put West Ham because pure and simply we we you know, I, we can see more goals. Um, but I think your problem is scoring goals. Yeah, I do feel like though we we we'll, hopefully will score. The ratio will be in our favour with scoring goals compared to conceding it. Because if we lose a game three 0 but we manage to win a game one 0 I think I'll be better than losing. Okay. 2-1 and 2-0 if you know what I mean yeah I feel like we'll be alright I don't think we'll get relegated touch with superstition but touch, yeah. touch every bit of wood there is fair play fair play alright let's go on to players then boys so I mean we'll quickly go through the transfer market what do you think? Who do you think is going to be the best signing? Messi. Yeah, if they do get him, <laughs> it will be Messi. But that, I don't think they will get him. Okay, on the basis that Messi is not coming, because it's going to be obvious it's Messi, but on the basis that Messi is not coming, who do you think? Thiago Alcantara to Liverpool will be, I think, a great signing if they get him. Alex, what do you, what do you think? I have it, definitely. Um, I've watched a lot of Bundesliga, especially during lockdown and the guy's quality man he's like he literally is like a mix between Balak and Ozil he can do everything in midfield and I think generally 80 millions it's, it's absolutely really cheap for the guy with his potential and obviously you know it, I don't know it's just, you can see it with Bayer Leverkusen because they didn't play him you know in the Europa League and yeah they were shit so they massively rely on the guy and I just think yeah I think Chelsea have got really good bargain there I fucking hope so Jack who do you think uh, for me, I think probably Matt Doherty. He's, for that price? Well, yeah, and also I just think he'll work very well on Mourinho. He's probably going to have a really defensive left-back and just let Doherty just run that right side. You're only saying that because he's an Arsenal fan. Well, did you see the tweets? Yeah, on? I saw that, yeah. It was absolutely shambolic, that bit of media from Tottenham. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a shocking... Cringe. Absolute cringe. For me, I think Ziyech. 
I, I, I said in my, my podcast that um, the Chelsea one, I think Havertz, I'm still, look, I'm hoping he's what he's, what people say he is. If he is, then he'll, he'll be by far the best signing. But I just can't, for some reason, I can't see him hitting the ground running straight away. And I don't, I don't know much about the guy. I know, I know I've heard of him and I've heard he's like one of the wonder kids. For me, ZH, a right-sided midfielder and quite skillful and been a left footer. And you've already seen it in one pre-season game. He's already made, I know it was a pre-assist, but the ball in the, is like a, a cross, but cutting in kind of cross. That's yeah. going to be mm. to Chelsea. And I think having a player like that in the Premier League would be unreal, um, especially for Chelsea. But Tom, sorry, I, do... I, I kind of skipped over you, Thiago. Thiago, it's cool. Um, just on that note, though, from ZH, though, I do feel that um, Timo Werner, I think, will be more effective just by the fact he'll score more goals, I reckon. Yeah, maybe. But um, Thiago Alcantara, I just feel like he's an absolute baller. And I think he's going on the free as well. So I think just on the bargain basis, that's got to be massive. He won't be free. He'll be, but he's in the last year of his contract. So oh, is it massively be cheap. cheap? Yeah. Yeah. Very cheap. So yeah, I think, yeah. And I think it will suit Liverpool to the T. I think it'll add that extra range of passing. I think it'll get the fact that he can got a great long ball as well means Salah and Mane are going to absolutely tear up balls over the top. Yeah, I think Ronaldo is going, so I think they'll just be just take take his place. Yeah, decent boys. All right, um I suppose who's going to be the breakthrough player of the season? Um I'm going to go Havertz again. I'm a big fan of his and I think with Werner up front is his mate, you know, he's got a solid team about him as well. Uh a lot better than he had at Bayer Leverkusen. Mm. And um he, he's a penalty taker as well. Um especially if you get Declan Rice going as well behind him. I think you guys are going to be pretty unstoppable and I think he's going to get a lot, well, probably most of your assists uh, next season. Probably more than ZH. That's my, more or less what I think. Mate, you're getting me aside. You're getting me aside. Tom. Right. West Ham exclusive here. Declan Rice is going Chelsea. Might as well. <laughs> I'm going to put a Palace player. I'm going to say Etze. I reckon he's going to be a breakthrough player. I'm, I'm kind of, oh yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. Jack. Yeah, I think with this one it's difficult to not Go to your own club. Um, I think Maitland-Niles is going to show just how good he is this season. At Wolves or Arsenal? <laughs> no, Wolves can't afford him now. Was I, it? I think I think he'll be think he'll be our first choice right back. Because I heard Bellerin might be going. Yeah, I, I think we will. I think we're selling. I think Maitland-Niles will come in the right back. But I mean, he can play anywhere really. So yeah, I think he'll show how good he is in the big games as well and why he should be he's a good player to have in the England squad I think he's not he's probably not good enough to start but he can fit in so many gaps so yeah Maitland-Niles I'm going to say Rhys James for Chelsea I think having a season at Chelsea already I, I just think he'll be more comfortable in this position and he'll be more confident getting forward especially with ZH on his side but I didn't really want to go for a, a Chelsea player so I'm going to put that aside Bowen for West Ham good shot for West Ham uh, not just because Alex is on the podcast, but I think he's a generally he's generally a good player. Alex will probably back this, but um, I think he's already started scoring in the pre-season for West Ham. When he went to West Ham, Chelsea were linked with him as well. And yeah, is he a left-footed player as well, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's right-footed, isn't he? Um... He's very, very clever. Um, he's a lifted little player. And I think he will be up there with the likes of, same as like Madison broke out. I think Bowen this season will do the exact same for West Ham. Yeah, he's, does he take their corners as well? Yeah, uh, corners. Probably end up taking three kicks as well. Uh, you're right what you say, because he can play, he can play left mid, right mid. 
uh, centre attacking mid, player as a striker if you wanted him to. A lot, of, a lot of good things that he does here, you know. He might not get goals, but he will run his heart out, you know. And that's what yeah. we need at West Ham. We need players who actually just want to run about and not lazy like Anderson. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm expecting a big season from him. I've, I've, well, we need to. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 12, that sorry, 12 spot. All right, let's move on to the next one then, boys. Um, who will be the top goal scorer? Alex? Uh, I'm going to go, because he's going to have a full season, I reckon. Uh, I'll go Harry Kane. I mean, I think Vardy... He's getting on a bit, and I don't think he'll get as many goals as he did last season. Same with Ings. Um, so, yeah, I mean, something like Harry Kane, isn't it? Thomas? I'm going to go the same, Harry Kane. Jack? I think Mohamed Salah. Oh, why? Oh, who have you gone for? I mean, this is the base that Messi isn't coming, right? If we just put this out there now, yeah? <laughs> Obviously, if Messi is coming, then it's going to be Messi. I've gone for Harry Kane as well. I think he's a, he's a proven striker. Um, as long as he doesn't get injured, with you know the Euros coming up, etc., I think he'll want to show that he's top the main striker for England. So yeah, Harry Kane under Jose Mourinho, I think he'll be top, top goal scorer. Jack, why have you gone for Salah? He just gets so many chances. Like I've I've watched quite a lot of Liverpool, um, mm. and he misses a lot, but he's always in the right spot. And he's yeah, two out of the three years he's been here, he's been the Golden Boot winner. But again, Harry Kane has won like three Golden Boots in six years. So I think they're both, it's going to be top, I think they'll be the top two. Mm. Um, but they're both, yeah, they're both the main, clearly the main striker on the team. I think Salah, yeah, he's just so dangerous, so selfish. He has about five shots a game, so it will end up in goals, I think. I them too. Are we scrapping Aubameyang and we're completely ignoring Werner as well? Aubameyang will get 22 goals, just like he has the last two years. They're going to score quite a lot. I just don't think they're going to score as much as Kane or Salah. Mm. I'm not sure, Werner, if he'll get as many as 22, but he'll probably get a decent amount. Oh, chipping quite a few. It's fair, yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of the names like Werner and, um, you know, their teams rely on them for the goals, so it could easily be them, you know. It's quite easy to think they could score 20 goals. Season, I, don't Chelsea, I don't think Chelsea will rely on them. I think Arsenal will rely on Aubameyang, but I don't think Chelsea will, will rely solely on Werner. Not when you've got Zayac, who can pop in. When you've got Abraham on the bench, Giroud, who's still about, who still scores goals. I don't think it's going to be specifically one person that they're going to be looking to at Chelsea, but Arsenal, definitely, they'll be looking mainly at Aubameyang. Yeah, especially if Havertz comes in. I think mm. he'll... Playing those spaces, or aren't they? In the box. yeah, I, I think Lampard sets yeah, up goal scoring midfielders generally, doesn't he? Mm. Got I think he assists well. as well. Um, his assist record um, is pretty decent as well. So, mm. and again, he knows Werner. So I can, I can easily imagine them striking off a good partnership from well, from the get go. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! So, you've yeah. made. Alex, you've made me feel really positive about next next season as a Chelsea fan. <laughs> you should really really watch like, a couple of videos of him. <laughs> I do, but I mean, you know, when you do that, I mean, I don't want to become an Arsenal fan and just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so we've done the top goal scorers. Let's go for the player of the year. Who do you think, Alex? Who's going to be player of the year? I reckon for his uh, leadership and. Outstanding ability to keep us up, Declan Rice. Poor West Ham. You think he's going to still be at West Ham? Even though he's going to Chelsea's stock. I just don't know how you're going to afford him off the habits. Oh, uh, we will we'll find a way. Tom. De Bruyne. 
I reckon he's just too good a player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just what um, he's just acting like he has been the previous seasons. Just yeah, same three. performance, just balls at the top, great through balls, great on the ball, scoring wonder goals. We still finished third though behind Arsenal. He'll be better here. Yeah. Jack. Uh, Trent. Trent. <laughs> Trent. Yeah. Why? Same thing? Just same continue from last season? He's one of the best players in the league. I don't think they'll give it to De Bruyne again. I just, yeah, it's it's not that maybe De Bruyne could have as good a season, but I don't think they'll give it two years in a row. And I think if Liverpool don't win the league as well, they might get some of the individual awards. And Trent's, Trent's knocking on the door. He's been knocking on the door the last couple of years. He's been the best young player in the league by mile. I think this Trent. is his time this, this season. I'm going to agree with Tom. I think Kevin De Bruyne would have... One last season at the at the top, and I think after that it's going to go downhill. That's my prediction, a very futuristic prediction. But I think he's going to dominate again this season, especially if Messi's there. The amount of assists he'll get, all goals, the Bruyne is just going to tear it up. All right, I'm going to move on to young player of the season just to get your thinking caps on. Who do you think is going to be the young player of the season? I'm going to throw it to Jack first. Yeah, so... Even though Trent would be eligible for a young player, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to say him because I'll. Yeah, I'll. I'll just say someone else. Um, I think Rashford will. Rashford more than Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. Ra- Ra- <laughs> Rashford's gonna. <laughs> Rashford's gonna get like twenty goals next season. Boom! Okay. He's put it out there. Twenty goals. Fucking hell! This top goal scorer thing is gonna be. <laughs> gonna be unreal. What in the Prem or in general? In the Prem, yeah, he'll get 20. Aubameyang will get 22. Uh, Kane and Salah will get like 25 to 28 goals. Oh, it's literally lifted again, isn't it? Alex, what about you? Young player of the year. I mean, obviously, if I was, was going to say he's going to become player of the year, you would have thought I'd have to say Rice. Oh, what's that? But, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's plenty you can pick. I mean, Foden's got a big season ahead because Silva's now left and you know, I think he'll start playing uh, yeah. regularly. Saka as well. I think he had, um, you know, he can play anywhere. I, I was a bit surprised he's not in the England squad. Bear in mind we have no le- uh, left backs. <laughs> um, but again, there's Maitland Niles as well. You know, there's various players. Like, I, I don't know if I can actually pick one. Good. You shouldn't be able to pick one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick one anyway, though, Alex. Go on, just pick one out of the hat. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to have to go with Declan Rice then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go with Declan Rice. I'm not saying that. But I think this season, he, you know, he started shooting it right at the end of um, the season, and uh, that's improving as well. So I think he's got a big season when it comes to goals and assists. You know, so yeah, yeah, why not? Oh, beautiful, beautiful stuff. <laughs> List all them players go for Dick and Rust. Um, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom uh, I'm going for the classic shout of Jesse Lingard, definitely for young player of the season. Oh, <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> no, I I think that. be a yeah. mention, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Foden, I think. I think, as uh, Alex alluded to just now before he picked Declan Rice, uh, there's one less person for him to be in competition. And he looked absolutely on fire where, straight after lockdown. So I reckon it's going to be his time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Foden, you know, in that City team, he will become come of age, uh, so to speak. And I think the period after lockdown... He absolutely dominated. I hope he becomes a regular in the England setup as well. I just think he's so talented. I don't even know how old he is. I know he's under. Is he under twenty? Is he? Is he twenty? He's he same must... age as uh, Sancho. I don't even know that is. 
is that what's that, 20? He must be 20 or 21. He's young anyway, but he's got that, he's got that skill. He's got that, something about him. He's just very talented. I think this year, you know, I can even see him fitting in if Messi is there. Mm. And, you know, if he's learned, learned off Messi, fucking hell, you know, learn off Messi and De Bruyne. It's fucking unreal, mate. Um, he's so, learned from Silver, isn't he? As it is. Yeah, that's what that's I mean. So, you know, he's got, he's, He's learned off the best. So, you know, I think he'll be one of England's best players. And I think at the moment he's, he's shining. So I wouldn't stop there. And I think he will be one of the best young players going forward. All right. We discovered that Alex thinks Declan Rice is going to be player of the year and young player of the year. Right. Yeah, first. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here only. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go for a negative now. Who are going to be the flops of the season? I'm going to start. And I think you know who I'm going to. Say, Arsenal. Putting put out there now. <laughs> like players, I am going to go with Fernandez. In terms of compared, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. You boys need to understand. Fernandez is not what he is. Do you know what? He could actually be top scorer because do you know how many penalties they're going to get this year? Mate, for Manchester United. That's a magic, yeah. major thing. You know, that's a major thing for next season as well. You know, it depends, that VAR needs to be sorted out with the refs. You know, some of the fucking decisions last year, with, with Chelsea were scammed so much. But yeah, I, I, I'm going for um, Fernandez. I think if people see past the penalties and actually watch him play, he's fucking dog shit, man, from what I've seen. That some of the passes he makes are so bad. And all the assists that he's had are just fucking five-yard passes. It just annoys oh, me when someone gets hyped up so much. You know, you know my hate, hatred. Openly hate Fernandez. So I'm going to go to Jack next. I know you've said no teams, but Sheffield United are going to flop. But I think it will be because of one player, particularly Aaron Ramsdale. I just think he's a good two or three levels below Dean Henderson. Like when I've watched him, oh, it's been awful. I don't but know what I'm talking about. I don't he's, get He's definitely not 18 million pounds worth, is he? No. Yeah. No. Because he's English, 12. but I don't, I don't know. I just, he doesn't give me any confidence in goal, whereas Dean Henderson was so good last year. Yeah, so I think he's going to be a big downgrade for them. Ooh, good shout, Alex. I'm going Mitrovic from Fulham. You know, he always flats to see on the big stage. Did it last time he was in the Premier League. I think he only got nine goals or something, and that's right at the start. It's all well and good banging in the goals in the championship, but if you've got the current squad that they have feeding in, then no, they're not going to score many goals enough. You know, they put all the, all their hopes in him, and I just don't see them getting goals. So this is why he'll massively flop next season. Probably even go in January. No, that's fair play. How old is he? He's like 28, isn't he? Round about must, that. Yeah, he seems like he's been around for fucking donkeys. But mm. you, you can tell what will happen, isn't he? He's like that type of player, but he's not getting goals. He'll, just like a team like Benfica or Porto, he would just not going there. Yeah, yeah see him at Benfica. That's a good shout. Tom. Yeah, he's like an Arnautovic in disguise. Arnautovic. <laughs> he was a player, Arnautovic. <laughs> Tom. I, uh, I think I am feeling towards Jack's argument of putting a team in, even though you guys criticised me about putting Norwich in uh, my yeah, end of year. Balls. Reviews. It wasn't against the rules. I mean, Jack's just gone against the rules anyway. He but... didn't. He said a player. <laughs> yeah, the whole of Sheffield United. Um, no, I reckon... Ramsdale. <laughs> I'm going to put... The fuck? Sheffield United in the form of Ramsdale oh, as a club. Because... Fuck me. I think Dean Anderson really did disguise Sheffield United's frailty. Just copying... Just copying Jack. 
But that's because it's the truth. It's the same thing. I agree with Jack. I'm allowed to agree with Jack. That's a good point, Tom. Yeah. I think he did hide the defensive penalty. And it, without Steve Henderson, I feel like Sheffield are going to drop quite a few points. Like, don't I'm ask me where I got this inspiration from. Sure don't ask me where I got inspiration from. <laughs> He's definitely worth it. Not worth eighteen million, is he? No, no, <laughs> you know what? I think he's worth like twelve. Million. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> oh no, but God. genuinely, I agree with Jack. Sheffield United <laughs> and Dean Ender and uh, and Ramsdale. Fuck me, Tom. Oh my God. Funny. No, thank Funny. you. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. Um, right. We'll finish off then. Manager of the season, Tom. We'll go for you, so you can't copy anyone. I'm going to go with Jack Point as before. Uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna... <laughs> Dean Henderson and Ramsdale. No, I think... Uh, I reckon it's going to be Beasler. I reckon Leeds are going to, for somehow, avoid injury and he's going to do amazing with the team he's got. That or Arteta for Arsenal because they're going to finish second. <laughs> What a knob. Uh, right, Jack. <laughs> Jack, who do you think? Uh, I think Pep, because I think they'll give it to who wins the league. So you I think, think Pep will get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you have to break the top six to get it, don't you? Or, or win the league. Yeah, normally you have to. I mean, well, oh yeah, well, Sheffield United, what's his name? It was almost up there last. He was nominated. He was nominated, but I think Klopp won it, didn't he? So. Yeah, to so get it, yeah. Alex? Uh, I think it will be Pep as well. Um, you know, especially if they do get Messi, I can see them clean sweeping all the domestic trophies, possibly even winning the Champions League. And that's what I think they are short. Um, so if they can do it this year, then I think it will go to Pep, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think he's just a fucking... He's a top manager. I don't know if any of you watched the All or Nothing Man City one from a few years back. And if you compare it to how Josie is, I don't know, like, Tom, you, you've seen both of them. They're completely different, aren't they? Yeah, I'd say um, the styles are quite contrasting, but, you know, as long as you're in the right team, it could be just as effective either way. So yeah. it all think- depends on their season. Yeah, and I think if he does get messy, it's just going to be a fucking whitewash, like Alex says. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah. So, I think what we've taken away from this is Tom just agrees with anything fucking Jack says. He thinks Tom Arsenal are going to finish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he thinks Arsenal are going to finish second. Um, Alex yep. likes a solid twelve, and he thinks Declan Rice is going to perform well for Chelsea and Arsenal this season. Um. And to be honest, Arsenal. Do you mean West Ham? Uh, West Ham, sorry, and West Ham. It's it's a big season, I think, ahead. And I think the transfers this this summer is going to play a massive part in the way it goes. I think the top six is going to be very tight. Bringing in some additions, probably the, the number seven, number eight, even number nine. I mean, Everton pushing on Leicester, being a team that they are. Wolves. It's going to be a really tight season, but a really enjoyable one, I think. Unless you're a West Ham fan. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's never a good season, mate. Unless you're a West Ham fan. But, um, or a Sheffield United fan. Or a Sheffield United fan. Or, as I'm saying, a Palace fan. Or a Palace <laughs> fan, yeah. Or a Sheffield United fan. Bruh. Look at this dude. 
Well, we all got Fulham finishing last, so maybe it's Fulham. <laughs> you know the two teams I don't think we've even mentioned? I don't know, I think we must have mentioned every single other team. Brighton and Burnley. And they'll they both do quite well. I think Brighton will, especially. I reckon they'll be sandwiched in between West Ham. You think? Yeah. Yeah, that's a shout. I'd rather not talk about Brighton, to be fair. Oh, right, fair enough. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, on that note, Jack, what have we got coming up next? So, we've got our first non-football topic. Oh, man. Oh, yes. What's the most it? It's the top five British and Irish sports people, excluding football. Parkoda knew. I can bring out my Gaelic again. Sweet as. <laughs> and it relates to the Irish and, and the Scottish. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. And we can get some different. Uh... Shows are a bit versatile. Yeah, bit of bit of versatility there. Lovely jubbly. Okie dokie. Right, I'm looking forward to that one. Boys, thank you again. I'm hope hopefully we can revisit this in a year's time. And Tom is nowhere near right with his predictions. I can't see Arsenal getting second. Obviously, Jack, you're hoping that will be the case. But yeah, it'd be good to re- revisit this maybe the end of the year or maybe a mid-season review. Boys, thank you. As always, check us out on the socials and keep it FT Doll. Have a nice and peace. See you next week for another For the Love of List segment. Remember to follow our Twitter at FT Lull Podcast and to like, comment and subscribe.